0: Hi everyone, it's Phil here. Before the plane lands, we jump into the rest of the episode. I want to apologize for the quality of the recording and the sound that you'll hear in the recording. Long story short, there was a user issue in the technology um, and I only found this out very close to the time that I needed to upload this. I'm very proud, as always, of the content that I'm providing you, but I ask for your forgiveness and understanding of, with the quality of the sound. Thank you so much for your patience, and with that, cue the plane. You've landed on the Lonely Diplomat podcast and wherever you are in the world from Yamasukro, Yaoundé or Yerevan and all places in between, welcome. I'm Phil McAuliffe, I'm the Lonely Diplomat and you have tuned into episode 32 of the Lonely Diplomat podcast and my podcast is just like all my other services which you can check out through thelonelydiplomat.com is designed the purpose is to help diplomats and those who live the diplomatic life to reconnect with themselves and the world around them thank you Um, before we get on to the rest of the episode thank you and however you're joining me whether you are listening through the podcast through any one of the uh, podcast services in which the Lonely Diplomat, um, well, through which you can find uh, the Lonely Diplomat podcast, or indeed if you are joining me on YouTube uh, by watching me, I just want to say thank you, welcome, uh, and hello, and uh, thank you for um, choosing to press play. I know that, uh, I know. And you know that this diplomatic life has many highs and lows. And we can talk excitedly about the highs, but we can feel um, embarrassed or um, uh, otherwise made to feel really just bad about ourselves, using my words there, um, for experiencing the lows of this diplomatic life. But the diplomatic life is life, and we experience the highs and the lows. My work here at The Lonely Diplomat is all about creating a safe space to engage on both the highs and the lows of this diplomatic life. In short, you're not alone and I work to make sure that we as a global diplomatic community become our own best source of support because nobody knows what Uh, living this diplomatic life is like except for those who live it or those who have lived it. So thank you so much for joining me on this episode. This episode comes after someone, one of you, my awesome audience, submitted a question or a a more of a, not necessarily a question, but um, a, a statement of an issue that they deal with on a regular occurrence um, at work um, being a diplomat or working in an agency that uh, um, a a diplomatic agency and i'm really excited keen perhaps is the better word to um, or eager uh, is a better word to to describe how I'm approaching and wanted to share this um this episode with you because it's on how we can feel like a fraud and the comment that was shared to me was that after being promoted um, this person feels like a fraud uh, and wrestles within themselves um Regularly, um, uh, about feeling like a fraud, and I just want to say that you're not alone. I feel that many of us, indeed, I know that many of us suffer from the thoughts and feelings of feeling like a fraud, and this feeling of being a fraud is um popularly known as the imposter syndrome and well it affects everyone men and women um perhaps not in equal measure i i don't have data to support any kind of statement of um of of um of of a gender breakdown there but if you suffer from imposter syndrome, if you feel like a fraud, um, uh, you're not alone. Indeed, you're in good company because while um, many uh, much literature uh, is written on the imposter syndrome from a woman's perspective, uh, it affects people, men, women, um, uh, and and. It can be debilitating. It can be absolutely debilitating. And one thing that I I know now, after um, writing on this topic uh, and speaking on this topic previously in in previous content on The Lonely Diplomat, um, I know that um, the thoughts and feelings of being a fraud, imposter syndrome, whatever we want to call it, actually disproportionately affects high achievers. And don't look now, but I'm going to say that if you're a diplomat, if you work in a diplomatic agency, you are a high achiever. You have done well at school, you have done well at university, and you continue to do well in your job. And as I said, I've written about this uh, in a blog post which I published back in October 2018 uh, called, Are You the Self, Self-Deprecating Diplomat? And uh, you now must pay to read that, um, but it was published on the... Uh, I'm going to say early October uh, in 2018, if you want to search back in the archives on the lonelydiplomat.com forward slash blog. Um, and I spoke about um, feeling like a fraud, feeling like a, a, an imposter, from my own lived experience, in episode six of the Lonely Diplomat podcast um, on self-deprecation and my friend Joe. So after this, the invitation is there to go and read. Uh, are you a self-deprecating diplomat or go and listen to episode six of the lonely diplomat podcast to get my experience um of my complicated let's just say relationship with my joe and joe is the the character within me that loves loves to make me feel like an absolute fraud and point out all the shortcomings uh, in um, my effort to show up in the world, just as I am in all my awesome humanity. To the question that, or the issue at hand, is that uh, you know we can feel like a fraud. And, and I'm going to say that we can feel like a fraud soon after we start a new job whether or not that's from a new promotion or if that's starting um a another diplomatic posting or starting um in in another role in another capacity somewhere within um our headquarters however it is it feels absolutely well just horrendous it feels horrendous we can Spend so much time and effort in our own head and in our own, I guess, souls, convincing ourselves that we're not good enough. Now, one, a few things generally happen uh, in this situation, and often we can receive the advice, we can give it to ourselves or someone gives it to us, uh, and around fake it till we make it. Now, I hate that. I really do hate that but it does um, that expression uh, and it can serve uh, a purpose and indeed we can just pull our socks up straighten our tie or, or you know tidy ourselves up dust ourselves off and just get through situation uh, which is making us feel inadequate, which is making us feel ill-prepared, which is making us feel like we don't belong, which is making us feel like we're a fraud. Now that, I guess, muscling through just getting it done is useful. It is useful because uh, it can prove to us that we can do difficult things. We can do um things that are beyond what we thought we were capable that's a really good thing that's a really good thing that's a really good example at times muscling through powering through can put many examples on that list of how we are awesome and are not a fraud but muscling through powering through just getting it done faking it till we make it only gets us so far. It depletes us. It's exhausting to us because we have to go through the whole show, the song and dance, the palaver of um, convincing ourselves in, yet again, that we are worthy, that we deserve to have a seat at that table, that we are not a fraud, that we are smart, we are capable. We're worthy of being there. And that um, uh, that powering through, that muscling through it, um, that sheer force of will works until it doesn't. And it only works, uh, or, or we we can find that we no longer need to muscle through. We no longer need to power on through, and and. Um, and and fake it till we make it, once we get comfortable. Once we get comfortable, so after a few months, a few weeks, perhaps even a few years of our job that, you know, we find our stride, we make that job our own, and we become comfortable within ourselves that we actually know what we're talking about and can represent our countries uh, according to, like, what that job demands or requires of us. And then we get promoted. Then we get another posting, or then we get some other opportunities to showcase our awesomeness. And there, our friend is again convincing us, trying to convince us that we're not a fra- that we're a fraud, trying to convince us that we're it's a mistake that we have a seat at that table, that it's a mistake that we got this job in the first place, that you know we're not qualified, that you know this like. We revisit, we get back to that place and then once again, we have to power through it. We have to convince ourselves that we deserve to be there. We muscle through it, we fake it till we make it. You get my point. And again, it's exhausting. It's exhausting. The sheer effort. Let me tell you how much I appreciate it because I understand, because I feel like a fraud so often in, in my work, um, and of course I'm not, I'm not, I know rationally that I'm not, but still I wrestle within myself to show up, show up in my awesome humanity, show up as the sum of my skills, knowledge and experience, and commit to being the best me in that moment. I'm well familiar with that. the the roiling thoughts and feelings that come with being a fraud. Indeed, as a reminder, I did write that blog, I did speak on that podcast um, uh, uh, previously in, in, in my content. I'm well familiar with it and I know, I know that while the thoughts and feelings of being a fraud diminish as we get comfortable but that they resurface when we become challenged once again i know that running powering through muscling through faking it till we make it through these thoughts and feelings doesn't work forever indeed it's a band-aid solution uh, and we know we know deep down as uncomfortable as it is that you know a band-aid solution is good for just getting getting through the day getting it done but it's not a long-term solution so what are we to do beyond faking it till we make it beyond actually believing what others say to us that we are enough that we are good enough that we are experienced enough, that we're smart enough, that we're capable enough, that we're insightful enough to be in the room, to be at that table, to have our voice heard, what do we do? Well, we stop. Stop. And we stop and we work out where those thoughts and feelings of being a fraud, those thoughts and feelings that characterize the imposter syndrome, where they're coming from, and why they're making us feel that way. And we do that when we're not in that fight or flight moment, um, which characterizes the, the, the thoughts and feelings of feeling like a fraud, when we are nervous to have our voice heard at the, at the conference, um, or we're where, where trying to prove to ourselves that we are worthy enough to be to have our job to be to do what we do in life to be who we are in life and because we can only be in fight or flight so often before um, it, it, it we 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 actually do ourselves significant damage mentally physically and emotionally putting ourselves in fight or flight too often so the hard response to the question or to the to the statement of I'm feeling like a fraud uh, is getting curious, getting curious about why you are feeling like a fraud, and if that's not just a little bit scary, let's try that again. <laughs> give, give that some some real thought, because uh, and and but once it is once we realize how just how scary that possibility is to of stopping and working out why we feel this way and where it's coming from and what it's trying to tell us um we can regress not regress but stay in the same rut that we have found ourselves in of Faking it till we make it, muscling through, just getting it done, just, 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 trying one more time to, you know, in the in the hope that doubling down will uh, somehow solve the problem. And yeah, that will that will get you through another day. That will get you through another day. But remember, being in fight or flight continually, continually, does us significant mental, physical, and emotional damage so at some point at some point you will realize that you can't double down you can't avoid it, you can't muscle through, you can't just get it done because sooner or later you're going to have to uh, stop and work it out, your body, your mind will tell you that you need to do that And when you need to do that you need to speak up and that's the scary part that's the scary part we can um uh imagine and and the the possibilities uh and the fear there of not um of of not being met with empathy of of being judged terrifies us so we stay silent and you know sure you can read a book about it you can read a blog about it you can listen to a podcast about it um, and uh, you can do the work within yourself quietly in the hope that it will just fix you but that's friends that's not how it works that's not how it works and you need to speak up you need to speak with someone in your life with whom you know you will be met with empathy and who won't judge you. Someone who will say, yep, me too, this is what works for me, this is where this comes from. Maybe you want to consider things in this way, so that might be your spouse, might be your partner, might be someone at work, might be a friend or a family member who does that, but whatever, whoever it is, whoever's earned the right to hear your story um, must, must respond with empathy, must respond with kindness and honesty and without judgment because as a high achiever I can guarantee you if you are like me um, the judgment that you heap on yourself is far more far worse than what anybody could ever judge um, of you anyway so the courage we need to have that courage to speak up if you are finding that the doubling down the muscling through the faking until you make it is not working anymore and sooner or later It doesn't work so that speaking up could happen uh, with a friend it could happen with a trusted mentor and if you think that i have earned the right i would love to have a chat with you through my mentoring service and and as i said in previous episodes i'm very pleased to um, provide my mentoring services to you If you would like, um, and if you would like to have me in your corner, we can have a quarterly one-on-one chat if you become a minister member of The Lonely Diplomat. We can have a monthly chat if you want to become an ambassador level member of The Lonely Diplomat. There's going to be links uh, in the episode description so you can go and check those, um, those deals out. But if you would like me in your corner, someone who uh, has been a poster diplomat a few times, who has been a, um, a diplomatic spouse a few times, someone who well, you know, you know my story. If you feel that you uh, that I could serve you, please just reach out. I'd, I'd love to have a chat with you. But uh, if you might have another mentor uh, in. Uh, In your employing agency who you trust you might have a coach that you want to go through uh, And work um, on that and if you don't have a coach check out the services of Kevin hunting um, on my website Uh, And you might feel that you know, there's something something else there that you might really need some um some professional advice and support so reach out please and speak to your counselor because feeling like a fraud speaks to directly speaks to our worthiness and that can raise some very uncomfortable thoughts and feelings within ourselves and sometimes and there's no um no shame no embarrassment in feeling that speaking with a counselor or a therapist can help so and if you feel that you um, would like to speak to a therapist check out my friend Jacqueline Bendorf's services again on my website anyway please know please know that these thoughts and feelings within you that you are a fraud can actually be turned into a powerful ally once you work out where they're coming from and how those 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 stories that you tell yourself about your worthiness, about your awesomeness, about your worthiness of having a seat at the table, having your job, doing what you do in life, once you've worked out where they're coming from, they can turn into your most powerful, most trusted ally, and things dramatically improve, can dramatically improve. I've been where you are, I'm still where you are, and I'm here to help. So, if you do, I hope that was really helpful for you. Thank you to the listener who sent through that comment to me. I hope that's been helpful for you. Um, And if you have a... Um, a, a question or a topic um, that you would like me to address on an episode, an upcoming episode of the Lonely Diplomat podcast, please send me an email to admin at diplomat.com uh, And if you've got any feedback for me, good, bad, whatever, um, send please send it through to me on email or um, respond via social media, send me a message on Facebook, Instagram or LinkedIn. Thank you again for joining me on this episode of the Lonely Diplomat podcast, uh, and I will see you again. We'll, We'll have another chat for episode 33 next week. Until then, be awesomely and humanly you, because the world really does need more you. All sounds used are freeware in the public domain. All views expressed in this episode are my own and do not reflect any official position. I am not a licensed mental health professional. I encourage you to seek the services of a licensed mental health professional if the content of this episode challenged you beyond your current capacity to mentally, emotionally, and or physically respond yourself. Thanks for listening.